ML Nation, episode 373. It's not how many people you know, it's how many people remember you. If you want to be successful, you just have to copy what MLM leaders do. Welcome to MLM Nation, presented by your host, Simon Chess. Where you'll learn strategies, secrets, and inspiring stories from today's top MLM income earners. ML Nation, this is Simon Chant, and I am fried up for today's show. This is a special guest with my friends. I've seen him grow, also an ML Nation Mastermind uh, member. And we have the one and only from down on Australia, Lorian Cameron. Hey, Lorian, are you ready to make it happen? Mate, I was, I was born ready. You were born ready. Hey, Lauren Cameron grew up in the Byron Bay in Australia and come from a rough past. He was a high school dropout and then became a homeless youth who later, fortunately, turned his life around. He became a personal trainer, a martial arts expert, and then he encountered network marketing. Once Lauren got started with network marketing, his business just took off. Lauren became a six-figure incomer in less than three years. Last month, just recent past month, his team generated over $2.3 million in sales. Lauren currently lives out on Gold Coast, Australia, and he's created a following and a brand, very successful brand, called the Lifestyle Movement. So, Lauren, I just uh, share a brief intro about yourself, uh, but share a little bit more about how you know your background, how you got started with network marketing. Yeah, awesome. Thanks so much, Simon. And, uh, you know, I remember when this podcast uh, first started and uh, I made a decision to myself, I made a pact that one day I was going to be on this show. And, um, you know, this is a, a really a dream come true. And I just want a big shout out to uh, all of my team that are, that are following us on here as well. So couldn't be here without them. So, yeah, look, um, you know, I did have a rough past. Um, I came to a point in my life where I made a decision that I really wanted to change my life and uh, make something of myself. And I worked very, very hard uh, in the traditional system. I didn't think I was that smart, but I, I knew I could work hard. And I, I, you know, I, I worked very, very hard. I tried, uh, you know, I was a, a, invested a lot of time into martial arts and, uh, and, and personal training, tried many different opportunities and businesses to try and get ahead and take me to the, you know, I was reading all this, um, you know, I was reading the wealth creation books. I was read, doing the personal development and I understood a lot of concepts um, but felt like I hadn't really found the right vehicle to take me to the level of success that I was looking for. Uh, and so when I came across uh, this opportunity, um, I was massively skeptical. You know, I was massively skeptical, but I could see people that were living an amazing lifestyle, helping a lot of people. Um, and yeah, I really felt like when I really understood the potential of this profession and what was possible, uh, when I caught that vision, I, I just I just went to work. You know, I made a decision very early on that I was going to do whatever it took um, to create the success that I was looking for in my life. And um, yeah, within 18 months, I hit the top level of my company. And, um, you know, these days it's, you know, it's a, it's a multiple six-figure income and we're helping so many people all over the world thanks to the power of social media. Uh, and it's just completely changed my life. 
Uh, and it's my passion and purpose to inspire others to design a life that they love, to live happier, healthier, and wealthier lives. Because I know what's possible, and it's changed my life, and that's my mission to serve and as many people around the world as much as I can to what's possible. And if I can do it from where I've come from, anyone can. Um, let's go back to your past. I'm very interested. I think you have a very unique story. Uh, share a little about your uh, past, if you don't mind, like uh, growing up, you know, yeah. from uh, being yeah. dropping out and what you did and being homeless. Yeah, so, um, you know, both my parents were on benefits when I was a kid. Uh, so we didn't have much money, but we had an amazing lifestyle. So I don't feel like I missed out as a kid. We, we had an amazing lifestyle. I, I had, we had enough money to buy a surfboard, and I lived on the beach and went surfing and grew up as a hippie kid with no clothes on and running around and all of that kind of stuff. So I think, you know, I know that my passion for having a lifestyle comes from that when I was a kid and, um, you know, I, I got myself into a place, I was a, you know, I was a self-destructive suicidal teenager and, you know, drug addict for, you know, in my teens um, and I, I sort out, you know, I got to a place and I sort out, I had help, you know, I had, um, you know, I had help and uh, there were people there that believed in me when I didn't believe in myself uh, and, you know, that's, that's what, you know, that I love, you know, that's what I do for others, you know, I believe in them until they believe in themselves and that's all it took because I'd given up on myself many, many a times and I was in, you know, many a dark place but I had, you know, counselling and mentors and people that, you know, helped me through that and, you know, I made it, I came into personal development uh, at an early age, about 2021 20, and, uh, you know, just really made a decision to change my life but I know that my passion for living a lifestyle, like when I got into the traditional school system and the traditional go to work and get a, a job system, you know, I thought that was going to be my ticket, but I worked my butt off and just felt like I was cut, felt like I was limited. And I have always hated people telling me what to do. Um, and I, I generally would always do the opposite <laughs> as a kid. So um, now I found, feel like I found this vehicle that can help people um, design a life that they love and help a lot of other people on the way, far more than I ever could have one-on-one -on -one or face-to-face. Um, you said you had a lot of counselors who believed in you. Did you seek them out? Did you want to make a change in your life or they were, they actually saw you like, uh, you were troubled and they reached out to you? Uh, yeah, I, I know that, you know, my, my parents, um, you know, I love them very much and it's not that they weren't there for me. It's that, I, you know, I, I kind of, moved out of home, they didn't have much money, they didn't have a home for me. It's not that they kind of weren't around, but they didn't have a home for me. And, then, you know, in Australia, we've got some great youth programs where they've got counselling and, you know, the government pays for that and drug and alcohol and, you know, I think being being homeless in Australia is not as bad as America. you you still got some benefits and entitlements that you can have. So, um, you know, it's not – I don't – Sometimes I feel like my story sounds like it's really, you know, full on and hardcore. But to me, you know, I wouldn't be the person that I am today 
unless I had had all of those challenges, it wouldn't have forced me to grow into the leader and person. I'm so grateful for every single moment because without every single moment, I might not be here with you right now um, living my dreams and helping people achieve theirs and inspiring them through my story and challenges. No, definitely. Um, now, you just said that uh, people believed in you. And I want to talk a little bit more about this. Even before you started network marketing, you said people believed in you, helped you. Because this is what, you know, your, if you have your passion, you believe in others, right? A lot of people join network marketing. They don't never, even though they want uh, to make the money, they don't believe in themselves. So even before, so I want to talk more about belief in yourself. So when you were like at the trouble youth time, you said you had a couple of counselors that believed in you. What, what, did, yeah. what are some of the things they told you to do or guided you that made you felt that you could do it, that changed that? Because it's so important to change your life. Yeah. Yeah, I think definitely um, uh, it was a rocky road. You know, I had counselors in high school. I, was, I, I definitely, it was obvious that I had issues going on. So I, was a, I was messed up. Like I was really messed up as a teenager. I was self-destructive, suicidal. So it was, it was, it was pretty obvious. Uh, very angry, um, very angry and destructive. So uh, I had the determination, and in the, that's one of my greatest gifts is my determination, but I got that and, um, from a very young, early age um, that no one was going to, you know, beat me down, that no one was going to hold me down, that no one, you know, because as a kid in high school, it was very rough and I didn't really wasn't accepted that much uh, in high school. And so I was very determined. Unfortunately, early, I used that determination destructively. Um, on myself, on others, uh, on my parents. And so, um, yeah, I had counseling. Um, and, you know, I wanted, it wasn't that I was a bad kid. I was a good kid at heart, but I, I, I was getting caught up in the wrong crowd. I was angry. Deep down, I wanted to change. I wanted to be different. I wanted to be loved and, and accepted. Uh, but I felt like it was me versus the world. And I got into martial arts very early, um, which was – I know that that saved my life. Um, it was a rock. It was an anchor in my life um, that taught me discipline. It taught me respect. It taught me to show up no matter what. Um, and I know that my consistency and my determination – um, that I got from that, I've applied that in this in this vehicle, um, and it's allowed me to achieve the success that I have. Now, I also know that, um, yeah. So anyway, so so, so martial <laughs> arts was kind of like your turning point, in your life really kind of you said it saved you because you taught you a lot of success habits that help you become successful yeah. in network marketing. Yeah, def yeah, definitely, you know, consistency and turning up and uh, the delay, knowing that if you persist at something long enough, you can get good at it because I had no self-esteem, I had no self-belief, self-worth, that's why I was so destructive and, um, you know, martial arts taught me that if you persist at something long enough and you keep turning up, you know, without fail, that you can achieve something great in the long term. And, you know, I became very good in that um, and made the decision to change my life. And, and, and that, that I could apply that into other vehicles, those qualities. Yeah, definitely. That's basically what network marketing is about. Like if you do it 
long enough, like for those who are listening, this is really great advice from Lorian. Like if you don't feel like you can do it, you're low self-esteem, which a lot of, or lack of belief, which a lot of distributors, they don't believe they can do it. But if you keep doing something long enough, you will get there. Right. And I think you said one more thing like uh, martial arts torture. You got to show up regardless. Like even in the bad yeah. days where you feel like crap, you feel like a piece of crap, you don't feel like doing anything, you, want, you still got to show up. And then if you just show up, you know, in your business every single day, doing a couple, doing the income producing activities, sooner or later you will get it. Right. And so this yeah. is really. And, and um, you know, we had a pretty full on martial arts a trainer that was from Burma and uh, you were expected to turn up no matter what, um, you know, and so, yeah, you're expected to turn up no matter what. So I just knew when I came into this business, I just knew to turn up to the events, to turn up, uh, you know, consistently every week, no matter what, you know, I'd worked all day long seeing clients and have to go to this event at night at 8.30 and my mentor used to joke that I used to fall asleep on the floor during that event but you know what, I was there, I had, I had my PT uniform on, I was falling asleep, been up since 5am but I showed up, I turned up religiously and you've got to be, you've got to have that same attitude, you've got to show up religiously to your business and to the high paying activities, to the things that really matter and count and over time that will lead you to great things. Yeah, thank you for sharing. This is so relevant. And I think a lot of people who are listening to this, watching this, you got to really listen between the lines, right? So, Lorian, uh, yeah, he hit six figures in less than three years. I think for like two years and, what, seven months you did it? or I did six figures in my first 18 months. And 18 months. Yeah. 18 months. So, actually, a year and a half, right? Actually, throw us a little bit, uh, two years. So, but Lorian was that leader way before he became joined network marketing. You talk about the martial arts, showing up like you're falling asleep on the mat, even though you weren't there, right? I think it's just like you had a long day at work. You, you know, you just want to lay down on the couch and take a nap. You don't want to make call your five prospects. You know, Lauren didn't want to be at the mat after a long day training. He still showed up. So it's almost hit your foundation for network marketing success was built on the martial arts because it's the success habits. People like habits drive a champion. You were that champion before you got started. Network marketing was just the, the best platform for you to do it. Right, it was the vehicle, but you had that inner the mindset, and all that inner stuff came from your rough past. It goes back to like your worst moments are the raw materials for your future success. So you, so on paper, yeah, you be, you made six figures in eighteen months, but that was actually what you can say your whole lifetime built you to become that leader, right? So yeah. how, how did you eventually? You were a trainer into martial arts, you had turned your life around. How did you uh, get get into network marketing? Yeah, so I was uh, massively in debt. I had credit cards maxed out. I uh, was a dead broke personal trainer and I was looking for an opportunity. Um, I was investing in heavily in coaching and mentoring, but you know, it's just not, it's nothing was shifting in the income department. And so when a client of mine got some amazing results from a health product, it, it really caught my eye and I straight away was curious, is there a business behind this? Because it was something that I could believe in and I felt people could benefit from and, they, and that it would help people. So, um, And that was really important to me, that my integrity. So when I heard there was an opportunity behind it, you know, I was straight on to that and 
I was I was hugely skeptical. I you know asked a million questions because you know where I come from, no one no one punks me like no one's going to pull the wool over my eyes. No one's going to mess with me. So I wanted to make sure one hundred percent that this was something that um, I could believe in. And when I really got that, when I really got that belief that the belief in the product, belief in the company, belief in the profession that's when I was unstoppable. You know, that's when I just made that decision that no matter what, I am going all in, whatever it takes, and and I just went for it. <laughs> yeah, you mentioned those uh, four beliefs, believe in the industry, product, yourself, and then uh, the profession how uh, and the company. How did you develop those beliefs? Because you were very yeah. skeptical of so what happened. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So one of my mentors inspired me to go to a conference only four weeks into the business. I remember having the conversation uh, with Linda and I said, Linda, I can see the potential of this. Just tell me what do I need to do? I'm willing to do whatever it takes. And she said, great, come to conference. And I was thinking, well, yeah, cool. I'll come to conference. Where is it? She goes, well, it's in Memphis in the U.S., and I had every reason why I couldn't go. I had a business to run. I was credit cards maxed out. I couldn't afford it, this, that, the other. And But I said, Linda, if you tell me that this is what I need to do, then I'm going to invest and I'm going to do it. And she said, it'll change your life. It'll be the best investment you ever made. And I racked up my last credit card, over the overcharged it, and I got on a plane and I went to Memphis. And that trip, changed my life not only did I form friendships that I that I will keep for the rest of my life but I I I got the big vision of what's possible and I saw people who were getting their lives changed through better health and nutrition but also wealth and lifestyle and I just I thought man you know what if that and don't get me wrong guys but if that little old lady up on the stage can can do this then I've got this thing, you know, like I just came back with an I can to attitude and and I and, and I went to work. And the lesson I decided to I just I came back and I just made a decision to employ myself at a very high level. Yeah, and the lesson here, ML Nation, is that, you know, Lorian, uh, very inconvenient. But you did say you're gonna go all out to do it, right? And you showed up. You were a man of your word. You said you do everything to be successful, and you mentor Linda Evident. By the way, it's been on ML Nation, an amazing leader. And you can check her out at mlnation.net for slash podcast, Linda Evenden. Uh, and she told you to show up, and um, you didn't want to, but you maxed out your last credit card, and you showed up. And I think it was safe to say, if you did not go to that event, you would not be where you are today. And absolutely. And I went on that trip with Adam Westwick. You know, I have to mention him. He's been a huge inspiration and worked very closely with me every step of the way. So I didn't want to mention Linda without Adam. Uh, so I have to give him a shout out too. Yeah, both awesome leaders, Linda, uh, Evenden, Adam Westwick, Kira Westwick. We've all been on ML Nation. Uh, thanks to Linda for connecting all of us. Actually, thanks to John Holawati for connecting me to Linda. And then we all hung out in October. That was in Brisbane. It seemed like a long time ago, but it was only recently. And then, uh, and then, just saying, but you got to show up for events. And Lauren Lawson showed up. He didn't want to do it, right? But you just, just like the martial arts, you just have to show up, show up. So, um, well, so Simon, I said I had a weak moment. We all have weak moments, right? I was beat down. My ten first distributors did nothing, like literally nothing. And I was beat down, and 
I knew success principles. I was into personal development, but I had a weak moment. And I remember saying to Adam, I said to Adam, mate, do I really got to come like tonight? Like I'm beat, man. Like do I really got to come? And he's like, mate, you don't have to come. That's all good. But what I know is that the successful people, they're at the events every week. And it was just a reminder to me that, yeah, I know this. And i just got to keep myself in the butt and keep turning up. And I can tell you guys, I didn't want to go. But I just was religious every week I was there. And I remember when it was just literally me, Adam, Linda, Lauren, just a couple of us in that room on that floor. And now I have a look in the room. You know, we consistently get a couple hundred people in, that, in, in a bigger room now every single week. And a third of the team is my team because I was religious in turning up. Show up. MMS, you got to turn up. Show up. Just like the martial Go back to martial arts. He was falling asleep on the mat, but he showed up. And you got to show up for the events. Uh, it's a huge belief builder. And you talk about not, you know, the friendships, too, that you made at the event. So let's go back to uh, Lauren. Your, when you first started, you had a pretty good start once you got to four beliefs. Uh, why did you have success quickly? While a lot of uh, distributors, this maybe they're even watching, they're struggling right now. What is uh, yeah. what did you do that a lot of people are not doing? That's a, such a great question, Simon. And I was I was thinking about this the other day, uh, and I, I, I believe you inspired me with your success um, tip with uh, do what scares you. Because I was thinking about what was it about me that was different. Now we all talk about the three keys to success: desire teachable, coachable, and willing to put the work in, we all talk about that, right? But what was it about me that was different? Because I, I, I did, you know, I had massive desire. I was a burning desire for a better life. I was massively in pain. I was massively in debt. I was super teachable and coachable. I was willing to plug into the system, and I employed myself at a very high level. However, what was different apart from that? And what I, I've, I've nailed it down that – I was willing to consistently challenge myself to get out of my comfort zone. Guys, I got the sweaty palms. You know, a lot of people look at me and they go, well, look at you. You look like a really confident guy and you got tattoos and you've done martial arts and you're fit and healthy. But, mate, I can tell you when I was thinking about talking to those prospects at the checkout, I had the sweaty palms. I get the lockjaw, like I start talking funny. And I just say, man, you know, I've stumbled my way to success. And it's a never-ending journey. We're constantly evolving and growing. Uh, and I consistently challenged myself in those moments. I just got out of my comfort zone and, and I, I did what scared me. I just consistently did what scared me. And over time, I got less and less nervous. You know, my stomach would be in a, in a knot. So, guys, you know, we all get that. We all get that. But the difference is whether or not you choose to do it. And I love the five-second rule, five, four, three, two, one, do it. It switches your brain into a different area of your brain and just do it. If you think you should, if your brain says, hey, I should do that, that means that you probably should and you just got to do the countdown, five, four, three, two, one, boom, do it. And before confidence comes courage, right? You've got to have courage to build confidence, which builds competence. 
Okay, so you just got to, if you consistently, this is why Simon says, mate, do what scares you. Number one success tip. If there was the number one and only one, it's do what scares you consistently every day because it's going to be, it's going to help you to grow and evolve as a person. And that's the most important, the most important, um, yeah, thing. Yeah, the number one secret to success is do what scares you. Like Lauren, you just, you just shared, he did stuff that scared him. Even like going back to your martial arts, you were st- stuff that you did that scared you. They were showing up to prospects, talking, scare you. Because, you know, the, uh, kind of a car related to that is like the enemy of success is success, right? Because then once you get success, you're comfortable. Uh, and it's kind of you got to constantly remind yourself to do what scares you because it forces us outside of comfort zone. Um, now, here, Lauren, here's my favorite question. What, uh, I mean, you had a lot of success in a very short amount of time. What is your sk- uh, worst moment i would say quote-unquote worst because you probably you definitely grew the most worst moment that we're marketing to the point that you you had started having second doubts about this business yeah that's a that's a really great point um you know we you know in the beginning uh, like i mentioned i had 10 distributors um that did absolutely nothing but i didn't i didn't care if i had to introduce a thousand people to find my five that wanted to change their lives I was willing to do whatever it takes. Now we did want, we did have um, some great success. Um, I hit a plateau in my business about eighteen months, two years into the business. We hit a plateau, a big plateau, um, and I stayed at the same level for about eight months. And I had to do a lot of learning and growing and soul searching in that time. Uh, and what I would, and we finally, we broke through that plateau and we're back in massive momentum that's very exciting. But what I will say is that someone asked me this the other day, what was the biggest challenge? And the biggest challenge for me was staying in the game even when I wasn't getting results, to keep turning up when I wasn't getting results. And I knew that having the resilience to keep turning up even when you're not getting results and that's the hard part right but if you can do that if you can consistently turn up when you're not seeing results that's what's going to serve you long term and eventually the law of the universe you're going to get there you're going to make it eventually so when you're getting uh, no results you start having negativity or is this working or maybe this business is dying oh. maybe the company's not a good network marketing doesn't work or maybe the, the, the market's saturated or it's a scam or I got scammed like so all these little ta- so how do you overcome that yeah yeah you keep turning up because the closer you are to the fire the warmer it is the further you drift away from the fire, the colder it gets. So when you're having those thoughts, those self-doubts, and we all have them, you start questioning things. You question yourself, the company, all of that. Even you gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta dive into the fire, man, because you're you're freaking you're turning into an ice ice cube out there and you you're gonna drift away on that ice cube. You on that on the iceberg, you, you gotta jump back into the fire and stay even closer. That's the time to dig your heels in and go harder and do more activity because that's what's gonna turn your belief around. Go being in the environment with all the like-minded people that are on the same mission. If you if you go back to your your other environment of negative people and, and the family that don't get it then they're going to suck you down. They're going to pull you down. They're going to drag you down. You want to be surrounding yourself with the people that are going to raise you up. And, and, and yeah. So while you're at the, um, 
you know, throw yourself in the fire while uh, during this time we are plateau. Was it some? Uh, what got you out of it? Was it some new skill, aha moment, a light bulb moment, or was it just like the nature of the business? You just keep going and then it just passes. Uh, I I had to really own. Um, I had to really own my leadership. I had to really have a look at my leadership and where I was at and where were the gaps. What was I not seeing? Where was my blind spots? And I identified that there are a few few places in my business that I, I wasn't fully owning. I'd gotten a bit lazy on um, some of the activities like um, recognition. I got a bit lazy on recognition. I got a bit lazy on, um, you know, tracking the numbers in the team, just really working our reports. You know, I'm a huge fan of the numbers. I'm a, if I, I can look at my reports and I can see what's going on in my entire business. So I kind of I got sidetracked off that. And again, you don't realize in the moment, yeah, it's all the little things, you know, and you've got to own it. You've got to go all in. You've got to step up. So I had to step up. I had to step up as a leader and I had to uh, work on my blind spots. And then, you know, uh, we, we – we did, we definitely implemented a few new strategies um, as well. So I think all combined, uh, and now we're really seeing the really seeing the the fruits of that. We're, you know, we're hitting like it's crazy. The numbers we're hitting now are just crazy. I'm so excited. <laughs> hey, um, what's your proudest moment that we're marketing so far? Yeah, my proudest moment would have to be. Uh, hitting the top level of, of my company and getting uh, recognized as the runner-up for franchisee of the year at a big convention, standing up there and, you know, knowing that I had achieved something and that, uh, you know, I have made my parents proud and that I have made myself proud and that, you know, from where I've come from to where I am now, um, that would that would 100% be, um, yeah, what it gets you? Um, what gets you excited about network marketing now? Well, what gets me excited is seeing my leaders uh, raising up and you know being able to retire from their jobs and you know live life on their terms and you know helping people overcome the challenges that I've faced and being able to inspire them to move forward. And I really feel like you know it's been practice up until now. It's been practice time. And, and, and we're only just getting warmed up and, you know, big things are coming and, and just to see so many lives impacted, that's what gets me excited. You know, network marketing um, as a whole, I don't, I, I don't know about that. But what I know is that, you know, I found an amazing vehicle where I can serve the many uh, and that gives me a huge sense of fulfillment, and that's just met my purpose. That's my life complete. Speaking about life, uh, can you share a little bit about the lifestyle movement and your brand and what it's about and uh, your your vision for this? Yeah, so the lifestyle movement really is about helping people design a life that they love. 
to live life on their terms, live happier, healthier, wealthier lifestyles. And again, it really all comes back from my past and my history and the struggles that I've been through um, and just, you know, inspiring people, believing in people and showing them that there is a better way, that, you know, you can create a life that you love and whatever that means for you and deep down and, and find that fulfillment, find that passion, find that hunger, you know, you know, live life on purpose because when you live life on purpose, it, it doesn't feel like it's work. It doesn't feel like it's a job. I, I, I just I lied, right? It can feel like work, but it doesn't feel like a job. Hmm. Yeah, I definitely put in. You know, I probably work harder than most people, right? But um, I also get to do things that most people don't do and 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 receive. You know the the fulfillment and everything that comes along that because I feel like I'm on purpose. It doesn't feel like this is what I'm meant to. You're on a mission, right? And when you're on a mission, when you're on a mission and you're sharing what you believe in with others around the world, they're going to be inspired by that. They're going to be inspired by that vision, that belief, that mission, and people will come to you in droves when you can kind of work out. Now, you could be a cleaner and still have a mission and feel like you're serving. It's all how you look at it. It can be your job. It doesn't matter what it is. It's all how you look at that job and that role and your role in that. Awesome wisdom and advice. Have you been amazing? As we go towards the end of the show, Laurie, uh, some really quick questions to pick your brain. These could be quicker answers. Yeah. The first one is, what is one of your favorite success quotes that motivates you? Okay, favorite success quote is where there's a will, there's a way. And my nana used to say to, that to me when I was a kid and and I didn't fully understand that until later in life. And it's where there's a will, there's a way and I'm living proof of that. What is one habit that's helped you become successful? Yeah, consistently connecting with people and inviting them to take a peek at my opportunity consistently, consistently, day in, day out, yeah, consistently inviting. When was the last day, last time it was a day you did not invite someone? I can't remember. That's what I figured. You probably, you'd be inviting every day. I, yeah, these days I don't even think about it. You know, I it's do just it every day. I don't second even think nature. About it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's when you, it's different because you first of all, it's not work, it's purpose, right? Yeah, I'm less aggressive now. I definitely focus on building relationships and friendships. Um, and if I hear that they're not loving life or they're suffering with their health, that's where I'll kind of share. Rather, in the beginning, I was, I was pretty aggressive. What is the best advice you ever received? The best advice that I ever received was to mirror and model successful people. And work harder on yourself than you do on your business. You know, I had a lot of limiting beliefs. I was pretty messed up as a teenager and even in my early 20s. And I had a lot of stuff that I had to work through um, and let go of and heal in my soul before I could fully help and serve others to my full capacity and, and you know, grasp this vehicle. So... What's your favorite prospecting tool? So say you have a qualified prospect. You send them a link to an online video. Do you uh, yeah. do a Zoom webinar immediately, a three-way call? What do you like to use? Yeah, definitely uh, I like to use uh, Zoom uh, for our online events. 
uh, and I've got recordings. So actually, the the um, the, the the app, or uh, that's probably your next question, but the app that I use uh, is the the Note. So I don't use Evernote. I just use the Note. So I really need to upgrade to Evernote. Uh, but yeah, so I use the the Zoom and the Zoom recordings, uh, and I've got the all the I've got a list on my phone in the app. Uh, with all the links there, so I can send them to people that are handy. So if you're not if you're not sending out like tons of links every day, you're not talking to enough people. There you go. You got to be sending ten tons of links every day. Being consistent it goes back to uh, show up when you don't want to show up. You just got to do it. Uh, hey, by the way, those notes in your app on your phone, you better be backed up, right? Uh yeah. On so. iCloud, hopefully. Hey, I don't you don't want someone to take your contact list, right? I'm not I'm just kidding. Hey, but yeah, <laughs> seriously, I'm just joking around, but even if someone took your contact list, it wouldn't mean not much because you have the relationships. Lauren is building relationships with people. It's not that magical thing or the thing, but Lauren's working hard. You know, whether online or offline, you're always building relationships with people. And that is a big takeaway for all your listeners. He's very, very con- I've known Lauren for a while. He's very, very consistent with doing that. Um, what's one or two books you could recommend to ML Nation? Yeah, uh, I, I thought about this and I know everyone talks about the usual suspects, you know, GoPro and Beat Money and all of that. So I wanted to give you guys something different. This is not an MLM book, but this definitely was a breakthrough moment for me. And it's called How Would Love Respond by Couric Ashley. And that book... I was a sobbing mess, bore my eyes out. I was listening to it in the car and I actually parked into the driveway and I couldn't stop listening to it. And it was like a six-hour audio. I spent the whole day singing in the car, listening to the whole the whole book. And it just I just had some massive realizations about my past and purpose and an amazing book. So I highly recommend that. And the next question, you know, the million-dollar question. You ready? Yes, yes. So, so imagine you had to start all over again, and you knew no one. So didn't know your parents, didn't know your friends, but you had all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. You're kind of like an alien that went to another universe. What's the first thing you do or the first place you go to build an MLM business from scratch? Okay, so uh, the first thing that I would do is I would go and create a Facebook uh, personal profile. That's the first thing that I do. Then I would go out and talk to everyone everywhere. I'd become a professional connector, professional relationship builder. And there should not be a, a moment or store or checkout or gym uh, or anywhere or online or group. You just want to be freaking everywhere. You want to be a beacon. Um, that people are inspired by that there's just something about this guy. I don't know what it is, but there's something about this guy and I want to be, or her, or this girl, and I want to be hanging out with him or her no matter what they're doing and adding them all to your list on Facebook and find creative ways to keep in touch with them and interact with them because as Simon says, that it's not, it's not how many people you know, it's how many people remember you. There you go. Million dollar advice is not how many people you know, how many people remember you. Uh, so if you had the checkout line, what would you say to people? How did you open a conversation? 
Oh, I just say, hey, how you going? Um, you've got limited time at the checkout, right? So yeah. you've got to kind of, the checkout's a really good test uh, um, for, for a time limit. So I'll just say, hey, how you going? Um, how, uh, you know, how long have you worked here for? Do you love what you do? If they're not loving what they do, I'd ask them what they might rather be doing. Um, and, I, and then I just say, hey, look, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm looking for great people. Um, not sure if you're interested, but uh, I've got an online business. Have you got Facebook? Like, what's your Facebook? I can, I'll send you a link. I just add them onto Facebook, send them a link, and I've really nailed it down to three simple things. Okay, are you happy? Do you have a plan? Would you like to see one? If you can just remember that, okay, the rest will come. Hey, you know, like, like I can always crack a little joke maybe, just like, you know, how's your day going? They go, oh, yeah, good. And I'm like, well, that sounds really convincing. Like, you know, just crack a bit of a joke. They usually laugh and say, how long have you worked here for? Um, and it just goes from there. You know, do you, you know, are you happy? Do you have a plan? Would you like to see one? Just say less is best, right? Don't say too much. Just, you know, hey, you got Facebook. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm building a team. It's exciting. I'll, um, you know, what, what, I'll add you in. I'll send you a link. Awesome. Hey, are you happy? Do you have a plan? Would you like to see one? Great stuff. We'll put that in the show notes. Hey, you've been amazing, Lauren. Thank you so much. As we wrap up, any last words or advice? And then what's the best way our listeners can connect with you and learn more about the Lifestyle Movement? Yeah, you can connect with me uh, at the Lifestyle Movement on Facebook, uh, YouTube, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn. Uh, you can follow me on my personal page, Lauren Camel. We're always doing lives. Uh, I go live every morning at 8 a.m., uh, from the Lifestyle Movement Facebook page. And uh, last words in a, a, of advice, look, I, it's our job to believe in people until they believe in themselves. And there's been many, many studies on teachers and kids that the teachers were told that the kids were either smart or that they were dumb kids. And what they found is that the teachers who just had the pre-framed belief that the kids were smart kids, the kids actually performed better than the other kids. If the teacher were told that these were dumb kids, the, te- the kids would actually perform worse. So it's all in the eye of the beholder. And it's our job to uh, inspire and believe in people until they believe in themselves. And the reason I'm so passionate about that is because someone believed in me when I didn't believe enough in myself. Awesome. Hey. ML Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today, you may hang out with Lorian Karen. So keep up the momentum and go to mlnation.net and just type in Lorian. That's L-O-R-I-E-N, L-O-R-I-E-N at the search bar. And the show notes of the nuggets of wisdom will be right there. In order to be successful in life and in network marketing, you must help others. So Lorian, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We're grateful to you, and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on the million of lives out there. Thank you so much again, Lorian, and God bless you. Thanks so much, Simon. Thank you. Hey, ML Nation, recap of an amazing show from Lorian Cameron. Make sure you connect with him. Go to mlnation.net. And just search for Lorian. That's L-O-R-I-E-N. L-O-R-I-E-N. And it's really cool. Um, 
for me to see Lorian there at the first time we met last year, he said, hey, it's on my dream board. I got to get an ML Nation. And uh, I just pushed him a little bit. That, hey, if you get to this spot, we'll get you on the show. And he made it. You know, uh, he was actually six figures already, but just to build up and solid that income. And he's also an ML Nation Mastermind member. And uh, just, prom- you know, just in our private coaching. Just amazing stuff is out there. And just seeing the, you know, the desire. The desire and the vision, like he's made the money, but he's got a bigger vision to really do amazing things. Uh, definitely connect with him, Lauren Cameron and the Lifestyle Movement. Um, and he talked about in the show, like live life with purpose, right? If you're living like a purpose, it's not like a job. You're on the mission and people are inspired by your vision. How strong is your vision? I think if you hear from Lauren, you can hear the passion in his voice, the mission. You would join with him, right? He is on a mission. Right, go out there and connect with them, and it's just a story. Like you know, to go uh, top earners are very good storytellers. He's got the story down pat. You know, uh, he's actually if you actually meet him, he's actually a very interesting individual. The more you get to know him, just from his past, um, the way he is, he is like like he says on the show. Um, he's not willing to be punked or try to pull something on him. He's very skeptical um, and very you know, ask, very analytical, trying to. Cause I guess it comes from his past. People took advantage of him, and but. You know, once he got the four beliefs up in his business, it took off, right? It took off. And, you know, what was the turning point? Again, going to an event, right? I think every leader, they say their turning point was an event because big decisions are made at big events. And he talked to Linda, talked about Linda Evan, a great leader. It was Adam and Kira Westwick. They went to that conference. And, you know, he didn't have money, but he had to flow out, fly up, put his max down his last credit card, fly from Australia to, U- to Memphis in the U.S., went to that. But that is where... He, you know, at the event, it's not just what you learn, but it's the vision. He saw the big vision. The big events big lead to big decisions. And he got the friendships that he said, wow. You know, because if you hang out with your negative, your normal friends, they may drag you down. But hang out with people who are successful already, that was motivated and drove him. And uh, so that's the term. Make sure you go to the events. And he talked about what really takes to be successful in this business, why he made it fast. Is it goes back to his martial arts, right? He, someone believed in him. When Even when he was a drug addict, he was in the teens, suicidal, um, someone believed in him and started changing his life around. And once he got into martial arts, he talked talk about martial arts really changed, his, kind of saved his life. It was showing up. Right, showing up regardless. Like you didn't, you're expected to turn up. So you talk about he did a full day of per- personal training in the gym, and he'd be so tired he'd be about to fall asleep on the mat, but he still showed up, and that taught you consistency. Right, as long as you can do like martial arts, he talks about if you do something every single day and just keep showing up. Everyone can be good. And that build up his self-belief, self-esteem. So if you're struggling, ML Nation, you feel like, oh, can I do this? You have these doubts? Just show up every day. Just do it. You know, the worst thing to do is not doing anything. Because your self-esteem decreases. If you do something, even if you talk to five people and didn't do anything, you feel better, right? If you, you, you go out there and just talk to five people at a checkout, right? And by the way, those three questions, are you happy? Do you have a plan? A plan? Would you like to see one? Three simple questions. Are you happy? Do you have a plan? Would you like to see one? Just three simple questions. Get, you know, just ask them. Ask them of 10 people today. But just by doing that consistently, and you may be, first time, you may be stuttering, you not be happy. But if you do that all the time, you get there. And talk about the five-second rule. If you think about something, do it. Because when you get the hunch, that's your subconscious mind talking to you. And I didn't even talk about that. The subconscious mind is your genius. But what happens is our conscious mind starts interfering, starts talking out, us out of it, right? So before you get talked out of it, just take action and do it. Just do it, do it, do it. Uh, and the success is, you know, aside from desire, coachable, you know, daily work, 
uh, putting the work in, but do what scares you. And I always say the number one secret to success I've mentioned many times on the show is do what scares you because it consistently challenges us to go outside of comfort zone. That's something I do every day. Consistently something that scares me, I'm not sure of because it pushes me. I mean, even this morning I did something that I wasn't really sure I was going to do. It scared me, but hey, I'm so grateful because I learned something big on from what I did. And so you know what? During the times, during the uh, last thing is during the weak times when uh, Lauren went through a rough time, right? The key was when he had plateaued, business wasn't growing. He stayed in the game, right? You got to turn up even when there's no results, and you got to dive, like, dive in the fire, dive in the fire, get warm because you—that's the only thing that's going to keep you there, right? You got to accept leadership, accepting responsibility, and step up. He realized he wasn't—he got lazy in certain things like recognition and things like that. And also during that worst time, he realized there's a couple of new strategies you could implement. So it's all about the way you see things. You got to stay close to the fire, stay warm and hot. Otherwise, easily get discouraged. But when you're close to the fire, it keeps you hot in the game. Awesome show from Lauren. Again, connect with him. Lauren Cameron from the Lifestyle Movement. Really proud of him. Awesome, awesome show here. And if you like this ML Nation, please subscribe, rate, and review. They mean a lot to the entire ML community. Hey, it's, I appreciate you all from listening as well. Hey, I'm Simon Chan. I'm really super proud of being part of this amazing profession. Now it's your turn. Go out there. Do what scares you. Get yourself outside the comfort zone. And make sure you show up every day. Because... Remember, we're in the profession to help others. So go out there, have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all. Thank you so much for joining us today on MLM Nation. Head over to MLMNation.net for full recaps of every show, our training articles, and helpful resources. Your MLM success is waiting for you. So prepare to take off.